This is the World Industrial News for Tuesday, August 16th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to Part 11 of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Hello, good afternoon, and thanks for joining us. I am Megan Latonin with Aviva, and I am very fortunate to be joined here today with the two of the leaders in this industry about to dive into the hot topic of grid modernization, resiliency, and the infrastructure bill. You know, we all know that power companies are scrambling to update their systems as climate change continues to fuel increased and more frequent extreme weather events. We've seen outages across the U.S. having significant economic consequences not to mention the impact on the people affected. According to the Department of Energy, these outages cost the U.S. $70 billion annually. And thankfully, the Biden administration has made updating the nation's grid a priority and the latest infrastructure package allocates $73 billion for power upgrades. This is the single largest investment in clean energy transmission in American history. To dive into this topic, the state of the grid and a breakdown of the infrastructure bill, I am joined today by Dr. J. Patrick Kennedy, the founder of OSI Soft and now Chairman Emeritus of Aviva. Dr. J. Patrick Kennedy is an industry pioneer who conceived the vision of scalable systems for managing industrial data, guiding OSI Soft from a startup in 1980 to a global software company that introduced and supported the Pi system. The Pi system has become the industrial sector's leading operation system of record helping to improve productivity, efficiency, and sustainability in over 146 countries and over 1,000 utilities. Since OSIsoft's 2021 acquisition by Aviva, Pat remains engaged as Chairman Emeritus and Board Advisor of Aviva and is the prominent thought leader on grid monetization and resiliency, among many other things. Welcome, Pat, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. We are also fortunate to be joined today by Mona Sheff as we attempt to break down this bill and the opportunities in front of us. Mona is the Senior Director of Federal Government Relations at Schneider Electric and leads infrastructure implementation, AKA follow the money from federal to states. She has actually read the Infrastructure and Investment Jobs Act and broken down the segments of funding relevant for companies and states. Mona just celebrated her three-year work anniversary at Schneider Electric and has spent over 10 years in the clean energy space in DC, advocating for decarbonization, energy efficiency, and resiliency. Thank you, Mona, for joining us. Thank you. So let's let's kick this off with a powerful question. You know, Pat, I've heard you mention three primary reasons around the importance and timeliness of this infrastructure bill resiliency, smart grid, and new transmission. With this in mind, what are your thoughts on how the U.S. Infrastructure Bill can leverage technology to help modernize the U.S. power grid? To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. 
Ford and DTE Energy Company last week announced a power purchase agreement to add 650 megawatts of solar power for Ford in Michigan by 2025, which would increase the state's amount of installed solar power by about 70 percent, according to data from the Solar Energy Industries Association. Industrial Info is tracking $2.7 billion worth of solar projects in Michigan that have a high and medium probability of moving forward as planned. The fight against U.S. inflation and the push for an all-of-the-above energy sector depends largely on matters outside of the United States, a new report finds. Working for much of the year to combat rising prices, U.S. President Joe Biden was able to push a watered-down version of an all-inclusive bill meant to control inflation, while at the same time advancing a more climate-friendly energy policy. But a lot depends on China. Case in point, a decision to lower interest rates in China to avert a dramatic economic slowdown took 5% off the price of oil in early Monday trading. That rate decision did something the White House has struggled mightily to accomplish, lower the price of oil. Besides, all the least sales in the world do nothing for energy security unless the discovered resources have a place to go. That means pipelines, and the U.S. lacks the iron and alloy steel to make them, and the minerals used in electric vehicles, those aren't in abundance in the U.S. either. While one of Michigan's biggest industrial projects under construction does, in fact, involve automobiles, the state is home to projects spanning a range of different sectors, including warehousing and distribution, power, and pharma biotech. Industrial Info is tracking $7.5 billion worth of projects under construction in the state, with the industrial manufacturing industry leading in terms of project value. In agreeing to support the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, Senator Joe Manchin secured a promise from congressional Democratic leaders to support reform for the permitting process for energy infrastructure projects. Manchin's proposed legislation specifically targets the Mountain Valley Pipeline, which has been hampered by litigation and adverse court rulings for years. The 303-mile pipeline would move natural gas from West Virginia to Virginia, whether Manchin's proposed reforms would ease the progress of the pipeline project remains to be seen. Executives with Equitrans Midstream Corporation, the lead partner in the project, said during the company's second quarter earnings conference call that they were targeting an in-service date in the second half of 2023. Industrial Info was tracking five projects tied to the MVP. And environmental plans have been submitted for one of the U.K.'s largest untapped oil and gas projects located west of the Shetland Islands. The submission by Norwegian energy major Equinor is a positive sign that it intends to proceed with the Rosebank project, which has been put on the back burner on a number of occasions starting in 2019. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.